But when I choose to be kind, it's an active choice that I get to make. And then when somebody, if just somebody wants to take advantage of that, I, I say no. And I think it's an important thing because when you say no, you're being kind to yourself. Yeah. When you say no to something that you don't genuinely get joy from, you're drawing a boundary and saying, no, I feel like you're taking advantage of me and I, I don't feel comfortable with that. That's when you're actually giving yourself room to be kind more to other people. Because then you're not giving away all your energy to those you might not feel deserve it. And instead, you can direct your energy to give to those who you feel like you want to generally lift up. Those who can lift up others are never weak. Yeah. But those who fall because other people demand them to fall cannot be strong. That's my Welcome back to the Max Out Show, where today I'm joined by John Wang, founder of the One Kindness Challenge that has inspired thousands of people to spread joy and kindness with the people around them. Kindness has been shown to create a massive boost for your happiness, business, and love life. So I'm excited to dive deep into science and practice of spreading kindness. So John, welcome to the show. Thanks so much, Mac. It's an honor to be here. And I'm super excited to have you. I can feel the energy. I can feel the, the joy that, you know, we're talking about like the best biohack in the world, right? I can feel like how that's actually working for you. So I'm really excited for this chat. Um, and so, before, you know, to really underscore the, the importance of, of what we're actually talking about here, um, can you share the story? And I, it's a really morbid one of, of the guy that, that jumped from Golden Gate Bridge and oh, how gosh. one small act of kindness could have transformed that person's life. Yeah, this is a story that I remember and I remind myself of often. Uh, this is a number of years ago. Um, there was a man who jumped off the Golden Gate Bridge and, and was a victim of suicide. Uh, he was investigated afterwards by the police and they wanted to find out, you know, why he had, you know, done such a terrible thing. And they went to his house and, and they found that on his desk, on his bureau, there was a suicide note. And he wrote... Today, I will walk to the Golden Gate Bridge. But if one person along the way stops and smiles at me, I will not jump. Now, we, we actually don't know, you know, if he ever encountered any of that, but that particular message always lingered to me because obviously we talk about kindness a lot. And, you know, before I started this whole challenge, I always had this idea that kindness is this like big thing you have to do. Like, you know, you take a month to go and volunteer at a shelter or you, you, know, you, you sacrifice your weekends to all these kind of things. But we don't realize that, you know, kindness isn't about the size of the act. It's about the size of the impact. Yeah. And when I think about my daily life, you know, if, if somebody had just taken the time to smile at him, ask him how his day was, what could have happened? You know, what might have changed? And, and I, I think there's something we should keep in mind because really are in our every single day, you know, how many opportunities do we have to change someone's life like that? We don't think about it like that. Yeah. We think about these big, massive <laughs> things, but we don't think that a smile or a compliment can have a massive, you know, massive influence on somebody's day. Yeah, what I find so fascinating about this idea is that like, it lowers the, the sort of barrier for entry, right? Like we think we need to like expand so much effort to do something grandiose for other people. But the reality mm -hmm. is like everybody, every single day of our lives have the chance to do these little things, right? And for our listeners, you've probably experienced this before in your life, right? Where like you smiled at someone or someone else, a stranger smiled at you, right? And it just, it just <laughs> changes your whole day, right? It can be like this, oh, this small little thing. 
tiny. You know, it's, it's crazy. I think everyone can think of like, but for me in particular, like at some point, I think when I was a teenager, somebody once paid attention and like complimented my hairstyle. Wow, yeah. <laughs> For like three years afterwards, yeah. I never changed it. <laughs> it's just one of those things, but, right? Like so it's such a small yeah. thing. We don't realize how big of a, a thing a compliment can have on our lives, but we can all remember a thing like that. We can remember somebody complimenting us on, you know, something we wear. You know, there, there, there's a t-shirt probably in my closet that I still can't throw away because at yeah. some point somebody said a nice thing about it. <laughs> yeah, it's such a small thing can have such a massive impact. Yeah, I find that fascinating. There's this one moment also that, that sticks out particularly in my life, which is I was running about like probably six or seven years ago, right? I was, I was back home in my hometown. It was like Christmas time. I was running through sort of like the snow and the rain, right? It was a freezing day and I got injured, right? And so I was like, I was sort of standing on, on the side of the road and at some point just sat down and sort of like, you know, almost gave up on life. I was like, oh my God, I'm injured. Like, what is it going to be, right? And like this, this one car just drove, drives by. And the person stops like 20 meters behind me and, and starts to slowly roll back. And I was like, oh my God, like someone's going to stop and actually, you know, someone actually cares. And so I waved, I was like, no, I'm good, right? I never saw that person's face. But that one moment of, of seeing that a stranger cared, was, was willing to just stop and even took him 10 seconds only, right? But that moment, like, like yours, right? It stuck with me for the rest of, of my life so far. Mm-hmm. And, and so really like what, what, what I guess we're trying to get at is like, it is so easy to make another person's day, right? Massively. So yeah. You know, a friend of mine, um, he, uh, he's, he's a genius at this yeah. and he came up with a saying, which is, uh, his, his name is Mark Anthony and every, you know, every, every single day he'll walk around and when he encounters somebody who's working at like, you know, a grocery store or a stranger on the street, he'll oftentimes stop or like he encounters a waiter at a restaurant and he'll stop and he'll ask the question. He'll ask, has, has someone told you lately that you're appreciated? Wow. And I've, I've gotten his permission to borrow and use this. <laughs> and I've, I've started using this and I can't tell you how massive this yeah. one little saying has been. Um, one time I was remembering I was at a, a shopping center and I was just sitting at the, um, in the food course we have here, we have food courts. And I think I was just sitting there. I was like eating like a bowl of noodles or something like that. <laughs> and then, you know, one of the cleaning ladies come by and like, they want to ask, you know, to take my tray. And I said, of course here. And I thought of this quote and I, I stopped her and I asked her, Hey, has somebody told you lately that you're appreciated? Wow. And, and she just paused and without saying anything else, you know, tears started running down her eyes wow. and she, cl- you know, she grabbed her mouth and she grabbed her chest and, and I just, I didn't know what to say. I was like, yeah, oh my like, God, I made this poor person cry. Like, oh my God, like, back God, back God, like here. And then she just thought, and she just smiled at me and she's like, thank you. And, and that, that's all she said. And I asked, this is all before COVID, of course. And I asked, can I give you a hug? And, and that's it. I started crying and the two of us just yeah. hugged, crying. Wow. <laughs> in the shopping center. And, I, and we never talked after that. Like she never told me what she was going through, but clearly it was a lot. Yeah. And, and clearly, and I, I can't take any credit for it because at the end of the day, all I did was show something I think all of us feel, yeah. but we, we forget, we forget about. And yeah, it's something as such as simple as this experience you went through as a car stopping and showing care. That's what we're here for. That's what we're alive for. Yes. You know, to be connected, to you share. Know, I, 
I can literally feel it in your words. So what, what do you think is the thing that, that stops people? You know, if we're all feeling that, and I think, I truly believe we are. What do you think like stops people from sort of externalizing that and then telling people like how they actually feel, how appreciative they actually feel? It's a great question, Max. Um, I think really it comes down to, we have fears about how we'll be perceived. Uh, when I started this challenge, it was actually a tough thing. You would think going on. So I started this one kindness challenge. It's a very simple idea is you go and do an act of kindness every day for 30 days. And that's all just a small, no matter how small, it could be opening the door for someone. It could be paying yeah. someone a compliment. It could be sending, you know, someone you knew in the past who helped you just a thank you message. And the funny thing is when I first started doing this challenge, I realized for the first time how difficult it was to do acts of kindness for people. Yeah. You know, people get defensive, people get suspicious almost. And, <laughs> and of course, I understand that. I'm not suggesting, yeah. you know, one of the things that we did was we, you know, on Valentine's Day, we went around and we gave out, you know, roses to yeah. the street, just passing out. It's me and a few friends were just going around passing out roses. And so many people would, would, would refuse us or ask like, I don't understand. What are you selling? <laughs> I'm like, are, are you, is this yeah. cost money? Like, I don't have any money. Just to pay like, no, it. It's just because it's, it's Valentine's Day. And I yeah. want to give you a rose because I just want to give it to you. I just want to give. <laughs> so many people came up. I had people chase me down no. after like a, a, a block and was like, no, 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 I can't. I can't take this. I thought about it. But <laughs> Please take this back. And we're like, no, like, well, we can take it if you don't want it. But we don't want it back. So. <laughs> <laughs> or even better, give it to someone else. Yeah. Give it to someone you care about. Such small things. Wow. I think we're afraid. It. And, and I think that we've been conditioned to believe that kindness is about, you know, is, is, is almost like a, a niceness. It's like a weakness. Like kind people aren't strong. I think yeah. that we have these stories we built up. And I, of course, I believe in the opposite. I, I think kindness is a show of strength, right? Because yes. if you can be kind enough to make someone's life different, if that's not a superpower to change someone's life and mood to, to possibly, and I, I realize that's an extreme case, this is a story that we started with, but to save a life, yes. you know, to make someone's day better, I, if that's not strength, I don't know what is. You know, this is really something that I've observed in all the, the truly great people I've met in my life. It's like, they care so much about other people. They're not stuck in like their own ego, right? They're not stuck in their own thoughts and like wanting to feel good and wanting to, you know, look good and look strong to other people. But they care so deeply, so much about other people. And that to me is true strength, right? When like you're so comfortable with yourself that you don't have to talk about yourself anymore all the time. You don't have to, you know, look cool in front of other people anymore. You're just like so focused on making other people happy. And that is 100%. such a beautiful thing. And you can like feel that energy in those kind of people, right? They're just so focused on giving. Like they truly experience that happiness themselves. Mm -hmm. And I think that is, that is another key point here, right? Is that like, this also makes you happy, not just the other person, right? So that's it. Can you, can you talk I, to us a little bit about the, the benefits that people get, you know, for all those you know, selfish people listening to us right now. They're like, I don't really care about other people. Like, why should people care about, like, giving kindness for themselves? <laughs> oh, I mean, I, I, that's a funny thing, you know. We, uh, so, I, I think everyone is kind at heart, but you're absolutely right. It's, it's true. You know, we care about ourselves. And I'm a big believer. I think this always makes people kind of get shocked when I tell about this. I say, be kind selfishly. 
be, be kind yeah. selfishly. It doesn't matter because it doesn't matter what your intention is. It doesn't matter what your intention is because at the end of the day, you are benefiting other people. But more importantly is that kindness is supposed to be benefiting ourselves in the same way that love, loving somebody else is also about benefiting ourselves. And yet we don't have any issue with that. You know, at the end of the day, there's so much science behind this. There's what we call the neuroscience and the neurochemistry behind kindness. When I um, first started this challenge, one of the first things I did, because I'm, I'm a bit of a skeptic in a lot of ways. <laughs> you know, I, I, I like to look at what's the science behind something. What are the studies? What's the research? What's the hard, cold facts that show how this thing will benefit not just each other, but, but our lives? And I think we believe there's, we see selfishness as such a dirty word, but we realize that everything in our society is, is based around mutual benefit. Everything that works, that, that can have exponential change, that could shift the world in some way, is about mutual benefit. So the, the science behind kindness is this. When you go and act or do an act of kindness, no matter how small, we have built within our body, in our brain, this thing called the vagus nerve. It is one of the largest nerve spins that just starts at the, the base of our spine. And whenever you feel that kind of warm and fuzzy feeling, when you fall in love with somebody, when you see, like, watch a video of, like, I don't know, like, for me, it's, like, cute puppies, right? Like, <laughs> you are, okay. Cute cats and cute puppies. And we feel that warmth. So that is an act, that is that experience of our vagus nerve basically being activated. And what we're feeling is actually a serotonin uh, release that, that goes through our brain. So when we do an act of kindness for other people, we actually experience a serotonin increase. And scientists uh, over at a number of different leading universities have done the research to show that when we experience this type of serotonin rush, this, this thing that they call the helper's high, the kindness high, so to speak, it actually lingers within us for a number of days. So we get happier when we perform an act of kindness. And, and I think everyone who's, you know, ever done something, which is that all of your listeners have probably experienced it at some point in their lives. But what is fascinating about this is that it has tons of auxiliary benefits. It helps you live longer. It, it literally, <laughs> we've seen studies that literally show people living 10 years longer than their peers when they do things like volunteer work. Wow, yeah. It, it's massive. That is it incredible. It lowers your chance of heart disease. It lowers your stress levels. It lowers all of these other stress-induced issues in your body. And it's such a simple, basic thing of just being kind to other people. Yeah, you know, I find this, this, this idea of the helper's high so fascinating. You know, people, you know, can probably relate to the, the runner's high that so many of, you know, our listeners have probably, you know, heard of and, and experienced, right? And, and, and this is very similar that it creates the, almost the exact same neurochemistry, right? Without having to actually get off the couch and move. Um, <laughs> I mean, sort of, sort of move to help out, but not, not in a painful way, at least. Um, and I find it so fascinating how, like, the, the brain, as you say, actually changes as a result of us performing something kind to other people. Mm -hmm. We are rewiring our brain every time we do it. Yeah. It's, it's a fascinating study. Um, if you go to my website, I, I posted a bunch of these research documents, but uh, you know, just, just to kind of quote a couple, uh, the, the main ones, the main experiences that we generally go through is we've seen the way that kindness has actually been able to help us in four major categories. The first one is it, it scientifically proven it makes you happier. But I think yeah. we can all experience this. Anytime you do something, you can probably remember a time when you've done an act of kindness and you, you, you've noticed how you felt afterwards. It's like everything is lightened. So this is the result of that kindness high at work. 
But then we've also seen studies that show that kindness makes you more attractive. So there's one particular, uh, like, like two, two basically romantic interests, right? Yeah. So there's one study in particular that looked at 60 different countries and 10,000 participants where they found that, you know, acts of kindness is actually the leading source of attraction in the opposite sex. So yeah. they, they found out it was more so than financial wealth. Yeah, so like being so interesting. kind is, is actually sexier, so to speak, than, 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 uh, than being rich or, or being hot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then we also see that kindness does things like it helps you live longer, it lowers your stress level, as I previously talked about, it lowers your chance of getting heart disease, it lowers your stress level, it lowers you know, sleep deprivation problems. Um, and, and also the final thing is it, 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 they found that uh, companies and organizations that have kindness-based initiatives um, essentially make more money. They're, they're much better off because they don't have as much employee turnover. And of course, if you take a look at a lot of companies that are very major, about Tom's Shoes being one of the most famous examples in which you know, when you buy a pair of shoes, they gift a pair of shoes. Uh, something like that has shown tremendous impact on the well-being of, of even businesses. So truly, when I say kindness is a biohack, I, I genuinely mean it. Uh, the, the inherent, one of the most important things of kindness is, of course, is when you show kindness to others, we reflect upon ourselves, and it's also from a, of, of self-compassion. And, you know, that's a massive superpower that helps us feel better and live longer, reduces stress, reduces our cortisol levels, and find overall sense of calm kind of takes over. Yeah, you know, there's so much, so much interesting stuff in there. In fact, in fact you, you also quote one, one research study in, on your, your website that talks about just remembering kindness, right? Can actually yeah. lower cortisol levels, right? So like, you don't actually have to do something. You just think back to like, oh, last, you know, last week I did that thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, it's absolutely, yeah. So when basically there was a study done where they found out that the, uh, the serotonin spike could also be induced um, I'll be at a slightly lesser level, but still like quite significantly from remembering an act of kindness, from thinking about an act of kindness. So that, that act of kindness is exponentially outpaying, you know, exponentially it benefits our lives. Yeah, it's so fascinating. Also, when you, when you talk about like this, this attractiveness issue, I think, I think this is going to blow some people's minds, right? And like <laughs> being attractive is actually sexier, like you said, than finances and then actually being hot. And I think, I think this, this goes back to a larger point, right? Which is like the person that people want to be around is the nicest person, is the person that like actually gives, is the person that actually cares, is the person that tries to lift other people up. And I think at the end of the day, like that's, that's the person that most of us aspire to be like, right? We want to be that person that is that, that hero of our own story, that is that hero in our family that is there for other people, that is that, that great friend that always like lifts everybody up and cheers everybody up, right? And so it is that, that, that kindness that actually builds this attractiveness, both romantically and then also in our you know, everyday relationships. Exactly. But it makes a lot of sense, you know, when we think about it. If you encounter, I mean, of course, I think we all know that kindness is attractive. I think what was a shock for me when I first read that study was that it was seen as the number one yeah. most attractive trait. But then Paul thinking about it and reading a little more in the study, I thought it made perfect sense. You know, when you see somebody who goes around and they do kind things regularly, you know, they're, 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 you know, they're, they're, they're giving money to, you know, people who are in need or they're supporting other people or they, they offer and volunteer to help other people. What does that show us? It shows us, one, that they live 
fairly abundantly, that they are, they have enough resources to help and they're not living in a, in a, like, you know, a Scrooge McDuck mm-hmm. kind of like, oh, I'm like, I'm afraid, like penny pinching. I'm afraid to, to give away anything because I have to keep it all to myself, the selfish mentality. But more importantly, I think is also that we also look from our own personal benefit, unconsciously or consciously, is that you know if you're around someone, you, you know you can trust them to take care of the people around them. You know that they're not going to be selfish. You know that they're going to be giving to you as well as those that you care about. And, and you could trust that this person is powerful enough and giving enough and selfless enough that they'll make a good partner in the long run. So I would say, yes, of course. And we don't have to be saints. And, you know, I am one of the first things I, I always love telling people and reminding uh, myself is I'm only human. You know, we yeah. all make mistakes. We all have imperfections. Mm-hmm. But the beauty of kindness is that you can reset every morning. Yeah. Um, and, and a single act can, can benefit somebody else. And why not? Yeah, and the beauty of this is like if you bring this positive attention intention to this every day, right? You have so many opportunities. And and what you just said, like, is and again, I think I really want to underscore this, is like that like kindness is is a sign of strength, not weakness. It is a sign of being able to control yourself and control your circumstances and also then above and beyond yourself, take care of all the people. And I find that such a beautiful thing that you're not just stuck in your own head and stuck in your own fears and anxieties, but you can venture out of that and actually change someone else's life. And so I think this is really a, a paradigm shift for people, right? Because like even, even, you know, leading up to this interview, I was texting some friends and like telling about like this research on like attractiveness and, and you know, like just because I was, I thought it was super interesting, right? And like one of the first things I heard back is like, but it can be weakness, right? And I think that mm-hmm. is like, that is like one big fear in people's mind is that like when they're too kind, they're afraid that like people are going to step on them and people are going to mm-hmm. take advantage of them. So how do you like find that, that balance between, you know, being like this, this incredibly kind person, but then also, you know, having the ability to also maybe say stop sometimes and be like, Hey, I'm not going to, you know, run to the, you know, copy like for the fifth time today for you, just because <laughs> you know, you're too lazy to do it yourself. So how do you, <laughs> you know, find that's, that balance? That's, that's such a great question, Max. Such a beautiful question. Okay. So um, there's something I, I, that I, that I want to draw a distinction between is I feel like there's a difference between being nice and being kind. Being kind is, is an active expression of compassion. Being nice is more passive. Like when we think about being nice, what is being nice? Being nice, we associate it with somebody who is like, you know, the quote unquote nice guy, yeah. right? They're, they're generally um, kind of like doormats. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't have boundaries. When somebody tells them to do something, they go, okay, I'll go do it. But that's not actually coming from a kind place. Yeah. See, oftentimes niceness can come from, not, I'm not saying this, of course, of anyone who is nice is all like this, but oftentimes the association, the real weakness is a lack of boundaries, is, is somebody who does it because they want to avoid confrontation or they want to make other people like that. Yeah. And that's a very important point. I say give selfishly. I say be kind selfishly because I want to make a point that, no, like be kind out of your genuine desire to help others not so other people will like you. Mm. Don't do it just to, to become popular or have people say, oh yeah, like, you know, that John, he's such a nice guy. I'm like, I'm just, you, I, you know, I say this, like, I'm, not, I'm not the kind person, just yeah. that, you know, I have other things in my life. I have flaws, I get angry, I get grumpy, I have moods, yeah. human just like everyone else. But when I choose to be kind, it's an active choice that I get to make. And then when somebody, if just somebody wants to take advantage of that, I, I say no. 
And I think it's an important thing because when you say no, you're being kind to yourself. Yeah. When you say no to something that you don't genuinely get joy from, you're drawing a boundary and saying, no, I feel like you're taking advantage of me and I, I don't feel comfortable with that. That's when you're actually giving yourself room to be kind more to other people because then you're not giving away all your energy to those you might not feel deserve it. And instead, you can direct your energy to give to those who you feel like you want to generally lift up. Those who can lift up others are never weak. Yeah. But those who fall because other people demand them to fall cannot be strong. That's my perspective of the difference between niceness and kindness. Absolutely love that. I think it, it opens like the, the door to a whole nother discussion, which is like this, this aspect of kindness to yourself, right? Because just like you can be kind to other people, you can treat yourself in the same way, right? And I see so many people out there, right? They're like, they struggle so much with like saying a kind word with, like about themselves, right? They struggle so much with having like a, a negative self-image, right? Of saying like, because like this thing happened to me in the past or, you know, kids like in high school called me, you know, ugly or stupid. And they keep this thing with themselves, right? And they, they struggle all the time so much uh, to, to be just kind and not, um, like, like positive and loving to themselves. So, so what have you learned about, you know, also applying this to our own lives and being like, hey, I'm, you know, just like everybody else. I got to be kind to myself. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> uh, so there's a concept we call sort of self-compassion. And there's been, of course, ton, again, tons of studies done about the importance of it. Now, I think in recent years, we've started to realize its importance. We, you know, we talk about self-care. Even though I think a lot of people might have the misconception of self-care, they think like, oh, self-care is laziness or something like that. And it really isn't. It's kind of like tending to um, gassing up your car. You know, if you have a car, it needs to have gasoline to, or yeah. electricity to run. So it's important to make sure that you're gassing up your car regularly. So the way that I take a look at it is, you know, we can't have the ability to give to others if our own cup isn't full, hmm. right? If our own cup isn't full. So I oftentimes will say, well, look, I mean, be kind to others, but first make sure that your own cup is being filled. So you're not just filling other people's cups. Otherwise, you're going to run out very quickly and you're going to experience a form of burnout, um, where you crash and you're going to feel like very tired and very, you know, disconnected from other people. And we want to avoid that. Self-kindness is the recognition that you deserve kindness as much as anyone else. There's been people who I've spoken to who are like, well, I, you know, I, I, I try to be kind to everybody else, but, you know, I'm, and then they'll, 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 they'll badmouth themselves. They'll say these terrible things. They'll, you know, they'll, they'll say, you know, I'm not, I'm lazy. I'm not good enough. I'm not smart enough. I'm not strong enough. And I go, well, you know, when was the last time you were kind to yourself? You know, it, it, would you say this if would you say this to your friend? And I'll ask them this: like, if you get, you know, do you have kids? Would you say this to your child? Would you let somebody else say this to their child? Would you let somebody else say this to your friend? And they're like, no, of course not. I would never let anybody say that to my friend. I'm like, well, why are you saying it to yourself? And it's it's a funny thing that we don't remember often enough that if we're not taking care of ourselves, we can't contribute to those around us. You know, we have to be there. We have to make sure that our own cup is full. So this is why I say it once again, go out there, do acts of kindness, but also make sure that you're also spending as much time on yourself, giving to yourself. This might be in the form of, you know, taking a walk, reading a book, making sure you have time, writing your journal, reflect the things you like about yourself. You know, yes. I think that's a very, give yourself a compliment. I have a, if I have a notebook, 
Uh, I have a notebook somewhere around here where I keep a book of, co- no joke. Yeah, it sounds so that. egotistical <laughs> sometimes, but it's actually a file where if somebody pees me a compliment, I'll be like, thank yeah. you. That's so yeah. nice of you to say, I'll write it down. <laughs> and then when I'm having a bad day, I'll go pay myself a bunch of compliments. I pick it on the book and I'll flip to it and I'll be like, oh yeah, aw, like, and I'll feel that. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually one, one, of my, one of my biggest mentors in, in university had like a very similar thing. He had all these stickers on his walls of people just writing him compliments, telling him how much they love him, how, how amazing it is, right? And like you'd walk in there and like you could feel the energy because he was one of the happiest guys I've ever met in my life because he was so full of love, right? He was giving kindness and he was giving away kindness. And it is this beautiful thing, right? Of just constantly focusing on like, what's also good about yourself, right? What do you love about yourself, right? And, and paying attention to that because when you're in that style of mind, right? And I can see that, that you certainly are, then like it's so much easier to interact with people in, in a positive way, right? It's so much easier to help another person when you're feeling good about yourself. When you're happy, you're walking around, it's like sunshine, right? It's like, it's just so much easier than, than when you're in this, this dark and gloomy place yourself. And, 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 and so another, another thing that, that, that you talk about is, is that like actually the you know, rock bottom can be one of the most powerful places to start this journey. Oh boy. So, so can you talk <laughs> to us about, you know, like when people are, you know, they're feeling down and like, like they really don't feel like, you know, giving kindness to other people. Why is that actually maybe the time to, to start doing oh. that? Uh, well, I mean, so I learned that lesson personally. <laughs> this was a few years back. Um, I, I, I had experienced, um, I was going through a rough time at that time. Uh, a few years ago, I, uh, was, I was going through a breakup. Uh, at the same time, my business was struggling and, you know, I lost a business partner at the same time. And my business partner was, was taking away, you know, uh, and I felt like my my life was, was down the dumps, right? I was going through an emotional breakup. My business was struggling. My personal life was all over the place. Yeah. And I was at a friend's house at the time. And I had come out of a, a you know, we we're watching a movie together and they were trying to cheer me up. They were such sweethearts. They were trying to cheer <laughs> me up. And I was driving back home. And I had thought of this, this experience that I had a few months back prior to that when I was at Paul. And when I was in Nepal, basically someone helped and rescued me when I was stranded on the side of the road and, you know, gave me a ride back to my hotel. And when he did that, he told me, look, uh, I do this kindness for myself, not for you. Because I was, I was trying to thank him and give him gifts and he was not refusing, he was refusing all of it. So I thought of that. I was kind of like getting, okay, well, I mean, this, what a strange idea, right? Like selfishness. I'm not a selfish guy. I'm not a selfish person. What do you mean you're like giving and, and being kind for yourself? And then while I was driving down the street, I you know, see this guy on the side of the road. And this is like 2 a.m. or something like that. And I see this guy on the side of the road and I, I realized I recognized him. You know, he was somebody I knew. I wasn't very close with him or as a friend or anything like that, but I recognized him. And I normally would just be like, oh, cool. I might like wave at him or just keep yeah, driving. Just drive by. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And being like, it's two o'clock in the morning. I'm exhausted. I'm still heartbroken. I've been crying. Yeah, like, you got all your own I'm problems, right? Myself, like- <laughs> to myself all night. <laughs> right? I would like, just going through the worst day. And I thought, ah, oh, what the heck? You know, I'm already exhausted. What's, what's one more? So I, I pulled over and I said, hey, man, how are you doing? And he's like, oh, pretty good. Uh, I, you know, I, I need to go pick up some groceries for tomorrow. I'm coming home. It's been a late night. And I thought, you know what? Hop in. Hop in the car. I'll, I'll drive you to the grocery store. And he's like, no, no, I, you know, I can't. We don't even know what grocery store is open at this time. I said, you know what? Well, I'm making a mission. Hop in the car. We're going to go find your grocery store. 
And we literally drove around downtown Vancouver looking at 2 a.m. o'clock in the morning, looking <laughs> place to place, seeing if we can find a grocery store open. And finally, we find this like little, like, little grocery store that's open, this little like, bodega. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to come in with you. And we, we ended up taking a walk around. And I felt so much better. Yeah. Because we got to connect, and, and he was telling me about his life, and I, and I was telling him about my day. And, uh, you know, we got some groceries. I drove him back home, dropped him back off. And that night, I slept, I think the first time I slept well in probably wow. almost a month. Yeah. And then the next day, I just woke up, and I just remember feeling, wow, I feel so much better. I feel happier. And I couldn't, I was just thinking back, I'm like, why? Why do I feel happier? Like, why do I feel less in pain? And I realized it was, it was because of this little thing. It was just a human connection. And, and that was actually when the, the challenge started. That was the, the first act that went like, oh my God, I need to do the way more of this. Like, whatever this is, this is helping me go through a breakup. i need to do way more of this Mm -hmm. and that was where the challenge really began and i started doing this like this little challenge i started so every single year i do a challenge for myself or i i you know i pick a a little personal thing as an experiment just to to try out for myself so like one year i you know prepared prepared for my own death (laughs) one year i did radical honesty so that year i was like okay well this i'll start with a month of this of just doing an act of kindness a day and see what that turns out and like I said before, it, the first week was actually tougher than I thought I would be. I actually went like, I don't know what else to do. I ran out of time. <laughs> right? Like you had to think of stuff. <laughs> exactly. Like you wouldn't think it would be tough. But after a while, I, I, I realized that the, the third or fourth day, I was so filled with the brim with happiness. It was, it was the kindness high was so present. I was just like, Excited. I was like a little puppy. I was walking out. I was like, is there, is there something I can do for you? <laughs> you there. Like, I was like chasing people down. Like, do you need help? Like, you, you're an old woman who's carrying groceries. Yeah. For you. No, no, I'm not robbing you. I'm just going to carry the groceries. Yeah. You know, I, you're a person at the Starbucks. Let me buy you a cup of coffee. No, no, it's not for sale. I'm just trying to be a good person. <laughs> and then it became, I, I, I genuinely can say it was one of the most life-changing experiences where over the course of the month, I could track my mood just going up. Wow. The reverse of what I was going through was, you know, I was feeling very sad and hurt and angry all the time. But all of a sudden, I started feeling happy all the time. So, so yes, absolutely. This is, and this is where the idea comes from is, you know, go out there, do this, not just for others, but do it for yourself as well. Do it for yourself. Have the self-compassion and also practice it for yourself as well. That is so fascinating. I absolutely love that story. So, 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 so what point did this really become like a, just sort of your, your way of being? Because in the beginning, it, it, it sounds like you, you had to deliberately sort of you know, plan and think about like, what am I going to do now, right? And like, how can I, but like, at what point does it just like sort of become like you and you just become this person that just is kind to other people? <laughs> um, I would say probably after the first couple of weeks, but there was, there were a couple of experiences that I had that, that really shifted my perspective. Um, one experience was, was, you know, when I was out with a group of friends and we were giving out clothing to homeless people on the street, this was a little bit in a colder time and a colder climate. Um, and, uh, I, we were, were giving away clothing and one of the people, the homeless people I come up was carrying with her this little bag of candy. 
And so we offered her, you know, we, here we have some gloves, we have some socks, you know, we have, you know, some scarves, and you know, take all of it. And she was like, thank you, thank you. And, you know, within our group, one of our friends had a couple of kids with her, right? And so she turned around to the kids and said, you know, would you like some candy? And you had to realize that, you know, she was, she, she, she looked quite disheveled. Uh, you know, she had, you know, certain signs that she may have been on drugs, you know, certain track marks on her arms. And she, she did not look like she was, you know, coming from a very healthy place at the time. So all of us as adults, our first reaction was a little bit of concern. But the kids didn't care. The kids just reached out and grabbed the candy and immediately ate it. And of course, we as adults were like, oh, my God. Like, what, what do we do? <laughs> is it cocaine? <laughs> yeah. It's just like, is this okay? Exactly. Maybe it's drugs. And, but... For the first time, like in our entire interaction, this woman had this massive smile on her face. Yeah. Massive. Like she was so lit up. It was like the sun had just come across <laughs> her face. And she said, you know, thank you. I, you know, I, I, I've been giving away this candy for the last two months and nobody ever takes it. Wow. But you guys took it. Thank you. And, and that story, I think, was what that experience that I had. And that story was probably one of the most influential. It was after that that I realized like, oh my God, this can't just be an experiment for me. This is, this is a lifestyle. And, you know, after that, I, I, I would say every single day, it became more, I stopped tracking it. You know, of course, I, we have these bracelets um, that you can get. Uh, you, you know, you can, you can do it for yourself too. You can just wear any bracelet. But, you know, we also, you know, provide these on our, our website. But um, it just says one kindness, and on the other side of it, it has a little check mark to help me remind it, remind me that I have finished it. And so after that week, I I was paying attention to how many times I was able to flip this bracelet, how many times I had like recognized I had done an act of kindness, and it got to a point in which I just couldn't keep track anymore because I was constantly looking for something to do. My mind was constantly searching. And then that became a part of who I am, I think. Uh, it it re rewrote, like I said, this rewires your brain. It rewires your brain to have more empathy. And, and I'm not saying this as a, look at how kind I am, because like I said, I think <laughs> kindness we do for ourselves. I don't even actually talk about doing kind things anymore because it's not about me. It's not about, it's not about anyone who does the kindness. It's about your own experience. It's about the connection. A kindness is a social contract between two people where they see each other as human beings, as, as equals, and as, as the heart-to-heart -heart connection. So I think that was the point of transformation for me. You know, I love this so much. And what I find fascinating and what I really want to highlight then is also this idea of accepting the kindness, right? Like, so, so if, you, if you're a person that like, you know, someone comes up to, right? And like, like you said, you know, someone's handing out flowers or, you know, whatever it is, or handing out candy, you're also going to be the one that accepts that stuff, right? Mm -hmm. like, I had, I, it's, it's a funny thing you mentioned this because I had such a hard time with accepting things like compliments the longest time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I couldn't, if somebody paid me a compliment, you know, what my first reaction is, you know, somebody said, Hey, like, I like your hair today. You know, yeah. you have a, you know, your hair looks good today. My first reaction is no, 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 no. And then I would just reject it and then yeah. be like, no, no, but you have a nice thing. And I, I mean, would like, you, you're trying to like give it back. And <laughs> yeah, because I, I just had a hard time accepting it. And one day, and this is way before I experienced any of this, you know, somebody just said to me, oh, wait, 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 stop, stop for a second. Just accept it, man. Like, um, <laughs> it makes me feel bad because <laughs> when you try to take away my, I'm trying to pay you a gift 
And when you try to take that away, I don't get to give you my gift. Wow. And I went, oh my God, that's so true. Yeah. You know, and, and so it's, it's actually just as important for us to be receiving as it is for us to be giving as well. You know, because when we receive, we are also giving the gift of giving, yeah. right? Think about if those kids that day, if those kids that day, you know, told the, the, the woman, you know, the homeless woman, like, no, we don't want your candy. Um, even if politely, even in a very, you know, pleasant way of just like, oh, you know, courteously, like, thank you for the candy. I don't want it. You know, she wouldn't have gotten the gift of, that she felt that day. That, that was more important than any gift we were giving her. More important than the clothing we were giving her, yeah. right? Was that she got to feel that, that moment of human connection. So you're absolutely right. It's such an important thing that we practice receiving as well as we practice giving. You know, when yeah. someone wants to accept it from us, you know, to accept it before trying to return the gift and equalize the thing, just receive it and say, th- you know, I, thank you. I, I'm so appreciative that, that you recognize that. That's, you know, I, I did work on my hair, you know. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I really, you know, thank you. And that, that, that really like lightened up that day. So thank you for that. And not instinctively and immediately go, oh, no, no, I'm rejecting it and, and just trying to pay it back. Yeah, you know, I love this aspect of like acknowledging it, right? Acknowledging another person, acknowledging also the kindness and the effort that they bring into the thing, right? Like, because it is in a certain aspect, right? Of like, like you have to engage in a certain amount of effort, right? In order to do this kind of thing. And so I think acknowledging that and just appreciating it is, is, is so huge there. So I absolutely love that. So I'm super curious, like, how do you see this, 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 I guess, um, difference between like cycles of the act and the, the frequency of it? So like how, like, where should people prioritize? Should they try to like do like one big thing a week, like plan this big party or like you know, try to like do these little things throughout the day, like, or a mix of those, where do you see like the most impact? Awesome question. Um, size of the act is always determined by you, but it's impact is always determined by the receiver. So, you know, I could spend three hours, you know, putting together a beautiful, like, I don't know, like cake buffet, you know, bouquet, yeah. you know, or whatever it is, putting together a beautiful gift, writing a beautiful card. And to somebody who receives it, I, I can't control that. Or I could pay a compliment to somebody who really needs it on one down day and, you know, you know really like change how that person feels the day. I can't control that. But I could always control, I would say, how I want to feel in that moment. Yeah. So I would say, generally speaking, the, 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 the scientific answer to that is, you know, the studies have shown, generally speaking, is uh, small acts of kindness stacked across three to five days has the most uh, return on in, in, in investment, so to speak. Uh, you'll feel the best if you're doing about one to three small acts a day for about three to, three to five days, something like that. Uh, and, and these small acts are turned by you, but usually there's a few key things. Uh, if you're not doing it, you know, repeatedly the same thing every day. If, for example, you know, I live in Canada, I'm, I'm very blessed. Not a lot of people here are very polite. You know, uh, when I open a door for someone, it's just social graces. It's not a big deal. Yeah. But I had somebody who sent me a message who said, you know, I opened the door for someone today and I felt amazing. <laughs> and I think if we, if I mentioned that to my friends here in Canada, they will look at them and be like, this this is that like, isn't that what you do? <laughs> but to that person, and I, and so I sent a message back and I'm like, thank you for doing that. Cause that's a big deal. That's a big act for you. And that's a big act because what you did was you 
thought about somebody else's experience. And that's what changes you. And they were so excited. They were like, oh my God, like, you know, I opened the door with someone. They, they, they gave me eye contact. They thanked me. You know, like she put her hand on my, on my hand and said, thank you so much. And then, <laughs> and then walked through and I was like, first and foremost, like, I, I, I can't imagine what that feels like to, to have that for the first time. Yeah. <laughs> like, good for you. So it's about variety, it's about your own feelings. It's about trusting your intuition and going with it. And I would say, typically speaking, if you can do both, great. If not, the small acts built out over habits will have a greater impact on your overall well-being and your mental health uh, than, than one big act. Not to say that one big act aren't great, those are so fantastic. Um, and you know, a lot of people, some people have, have referenced to me, it's just like, oh, well, you know, every six months I go out and do this. You know, but I, I don't feel happier for months afterwards. And I say, well, that's because you did one thing. Your brain yeah. kind of recognizes it as one thing. Mm -hmm. so, so multiple acts can be compounded to have a better return. <laughs> yeah, you know, I love this so much. It's, and also like this, this aspect of like the meaning we give to the things, right? So it's not inherently the thing. It's not like the inherent act of opening the door. It's a meaning we give to that thing, like the, the sort of story we create in our mind around opening a door and how it's gonna change another person's life, right? And that, that at the end of the day is like what we're after, right? And so, so I find it truly fascinating how like it can be this incredibly individual thing. So whatever gives you that sense that like, hey, this is a kind thing, you go out and you do that, right? So I'm super curious, like, how has it evolved over time for you? I mean, just, you know, after years of doing this, like, how do you still, you know, every day go out and like try to find new things to like, you know, are you still trying to be sort of creative around things or do you have sort of your, your favorite five go-to things that you do? And yeah, <laughs> I, I would say there's uh, there's, there's definitely a few habits that I've now built up that I, I kind of do without thinking anymore. Um, the, the first one really is just reaching out, connecting with people. It's something that is, is small. And I think it's really hard to do during, you know, times like COVID and the pandemic, but it's also extra important. Um, it's when you're just making eye contact and smiling at people. And some people are afraid, especially if you live in a big city that, you know, in which there's, there's a little bit more, you know, hustle and bustle. Like, I, you know, I have friends who live in New York, for example, who just like, you, you, you like go around smiling at people in New York. Oh, they're gonna afraid. Afraid. <laughs> <Not> good. <laughs> yeah. You know, like if you go around, like telling people, like, you know, complimenting everybody on the, on the subway, like people look at you like you're a crazy person. <laughs> and my response to that is, so be a crazy person. <laughs> you know, Love that. So be a crazy person. Who cares? Who cares what they think? Be a happy really? crazy person. Right? Care about you anyway. <laughs> yeah, but like smile. And yeah. it's such a small thing. Uh, so uh, one, one thing I did last week was I was at a... I was, uh, you know, we were out at a restaurant, you know, socially distant, <laughs> socially distancing, safe place. We're at a restaurant and uh, it was a really busy restaurant that day. You know, I, they had limited tables, um, long wait. It was a really popular restaurant. There was a lot of people. Everyone was, you know, going up to the, the host, you know, the hostess and, and just like, you know, like demanding, like, we want a table now. We've been waiting. So when I got to the very front of the line, I, I, I knew this and I've done this before. And I, I just said, hey, listen, um, you know, I, I'm just going to give you a moment here. I, I see that how busy you are and I see how you're trying to handle all this. Mm -hmm. So I just want to offer you an opportunity. If you want to take a breath and relax for a moment, um, you're doing a great job. And I just want to say thank you so much for this work that you're doing, um, putting yourself here and, and facing all this. Wow. And she just had, like, she just paused. She breathed, she closed her eyes, she yeah. put her hand on her chest and just breathed. 
And you could tell like it was like a weight lifted off her shoulders. And I said, like, oh, look, I'll keep talking to you and, or pretending that we're talking. Yeah. <laughs> or, the other, or the other guests don't, you know, give me right for free for this. Wow. But, she probably never heard that before. But she was just, she was just, so, she was just like, thank you. She just, she, that's all she said. She was like, thank you. And I'm just like, yeah, not a problem. I, you know, I really want to say appreciate you. And, uh, <laughs> and then the funny thing is she ended up boosting us on the list and she just sits back <laughs> right away. Else but it was just such a small thing. Yeah. And what I, what I, I guess why I answer to your question of like, what are some of my go-tos? I would say my go-to is just paying attention. It's just paying attention to, to people. And, and, and in my mind thinking, you know, I wonder what that person's going through and what is something that I can do to make that person's life better? And incidentally, this is something I do all the time, actually, you know, especially back when I was traveling a lot more and going to airports a lot of times, especially during times where there's a flight delay and you see how, you know, those flight attendants at the desk, those agents oh, yeah. are getting yelled at by people, you know, sometimes just going up there and I would just go to the store. They always have convenience stores there and I'll, I'll buy a little bag of candy and I'll just <laughs> put it on their desk and I'll be like, thank you for your work. And <laughs> the, it, it blows their mind. Yeah. Right? So that's such a small thing. You know, buying a cup of coffee, you know, starting a coffee chain when you're, you know, when you're going to have a cup of coffee and be like, hey, I just want to buy a cup of, um, here's five bucks, buying a cup of coffee to the person behind me. You know, I'm not wealthy by any means, but I can afford an extra cup of coffee, yeah. can I? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, little things like that. Little things. And, and complimenting people whenever I see it, whenever I get a chance. That's my favorite thing to do. Wow, favorite yeah. thing. If I could mention, I do it all the time. If I could like look over at someone and be like, hey man, like I just want to say like, I like your shirt. Something that I genuinely really like, I, I pay attention to it. And if you want, I'll share, a, there's an important thing that I'll note. Uh, a lot of people are, are not aware that the way you pay a compliment, there's a technique. Yes, please, please. <laughs> because a, a lot of people, um, they, 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 they fear being seen as like sucking up, right? Yeah. Like, you know, how they, if they, oh, if they pay too many people compliments, mm-hmm. um, they're going to see us or sucking up to somebody. Uh, but there, there's a sort of secret to, to paying a compliment. So there's, there's sort of three steps. The first step is you pay someone the compliment and you say, hey, listen, I just want to say, you know, hey, um, I, I, this shirt looks fantastic or whatever it is, or like I, I, you're a great speaker. So that's the step one is paying them the compliment. And then a lot of people's first reaction is to go into rejection. So we, we know that people go into rejection. So the, the second step we go into is give them reasoning behind it so say hey i just i I noticed that you do this and i just want to say i I love the way you you do this thing or you know i love your shirt because this color really like lights up the room yeah wow and then the third step is asking them a question about it which allows them to internalize the compliment and and let it set it in so oftentimes it'd be like, you know, do you mind if I ask, where do you, where did you get it? Or, you know, and I was just wondering, like, you know, do you, do you have other pieces that are like this? Or, you know, do you, do you, do you follow any, you know, inspiration trends or stuff like that? And oftentimes after these steps, people are able to accept the compliment with much more ease and they feel the, the I think the sincerity behind it more, you know, with those three steps. So again, three steps, number one, give them the compliment. Two, give them the reasoning behind this. So it's not just like you're just randomly throwing compliments. And number three is, you know, like asking them a question, allowing them to contribute to that as a discussion. You don't have to do this all the time. Most of the time I'm on the street, I'm not going to rant out to a random stranger. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, you know, give them like a 30 second speech, but I'll, I'll just be like, oh yeah, nice shirt, man. Uh, but <laughs> it was something I know or a friend, oftentimes I'll take a little more time. 
Yeah, you know, I love this so much. And I, th I think what, what all of this seems to go back is just more mindfulness as we go throughout the day, right? It's like paying attention more, like getting out of our head and like out into the world and looking at people, looking into their eyes, looking into their faces, looking at like what, how they clothe, how they dress and how they show up, right? And like trying to uh, like be a little bit more empathetic, right? Of like how they're feeling. And then, and then really start to like go deep and specific, it sounds like around like, you know, doing these things, not just the superficial, like, yeah, I like this, but like actually going deep and saying like, Hey, this is why. And, and I, I truly, I mean, I, I can, I can only like, um, acknowledge like what, what he said, like when people actually go that deep, right. When like, they pay me like a compliment like that, like it is so much more powerful, right. Because you truly feel like the other person paid attention and they truly care and they truly mean it. Um, and so I, I absolutely love what you're saying here. Um, I think super powerful. Now, um, John, we talked about a lot of great things today. So if you could give our listeners just, you know, one specific kindness challenge maybe to take away and to, to start implementing today, what would be one small thing that every one of our listeners could do starting today? I would say today, um, send a message of appreciation to somebody who you haven't connected with in a while. That's the easiest thing you could do. It takes five seconds. Uh, a lot of times, you know, you know, uh, people who I've spoken to who are also on the challenge, uh, they'll send a note, especially to the old, you know, high school teachers, you know, that person that really changed their lives or someone they know, or they'll write a little post-it note if they have a post-it note aside or just write a very simple, just like, thank you for whatever it is. And they'll literally just take the little post-it note stick it on someone's computer, like in their office, you know, stick it on someone's computer, you know, leave it in someone to be found and, you know, leave it to, you know, their husband, their wives or kids or whatever it is. And they've basically said that it is the, the smallest thing that have reaped massive differences. They have had people come back to them and like, you know, write back massive emails of being like, thank you so much for, I just got this message. I was going through a hard time and I saw your message, all that kind of things transformational change. Absolutely love that. So for all of our listeners, do it right now before we even get off this freaking show. <laughs> now, before we wrap it up here, where can you know, our listeners connect with you and, and a challenge online? So where can people learn more about this, sign up for the challenge, all of that? Absolutely. You can go and check out uh, our website. It's www.onekindness.org. It's all spelled out O-N-E-K-I-N-D-N-E-S-S.org. So onekindness.org, you can find all of our information there. Uh, as well, you can also find uh, our Instagram account at, at onekindness. Um, and on our website, you can also find uh, more ideas for kindness acts, um, the, the, the challenge package itself. If you are involved with a school or organization, uh, we have specialized you know, pages just for them. So these are the places you can go, but really just start doing it. Just, yeah. just start today. See how it feels. Try it out for yourself. If you do not see a change, a massive change in how you feel after one week of this, you know, let me know because I, I still haven't <laughs> met someone who hasn't experienced it yet. <laughs> Absolutely love that. Now to wrap it up, what does it mean for you to max out your life? Oh, it's a great question. I think maxing out my life is making sure that I am honoring my experiences and contributing to experiences of others. So if I can look at my day at the end of the day and I ask, did I do something for someone else today? And I ask, did I do something for myself today? And if I answer yes to both and feel a bit of gratitude for that, I have maxed out my life. Absolutely love that. Hey, John, thank you so much for coming in the show. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me. All right, guys, that's it for today. 
I really hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope you gained some valuable ideas, tips, tools, tricks, mindsets, belief systems that will hopefully inspire you to take your life to the next level. At the end of the day, guys, it's all about application. The only thing that's going to set you apart tomorrow from where you are today is how much action you take with those ideas that you gained. And so I really want to challenge you at this point to you know, not just listen to this passively, to not just consume this you know, passively, just think about other things, but to really take those lessons, take those ideas that you just gained and start applying them to your life, to so really start taking action and sprinting towards those goals and those dreams that you have in your life. Now, guys, at this point, I want to ask you for a huge favor. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider heading over to iTunes and leaving a review as that helps me really grow the show and reach more people, impact even more people around the world. You know, if you have a family member, a friend, a loved one maybe, that you think could benefit from this content, please consider you know, sharing it with them, forwarding to them, as that helps us really build a community of like-minded people that are all about maxing out their lives. Now, guys, with that being said, thanks so much for tuning in today. I really, really appreciate it. Stay strong and see you tomorrow.